Today is Tuesday, March 24, 2020, and I've been working from home for about a week. Well, except for a couple hours in the early morning that I go into the office and launch our collection fleet, I go in about 4 a.m. and I leave at 7 a.m., go home to my home office. It's weird to be in so early and weirder still to travel back home in morning traffic. I don't usually experience morning tra uh, traffic on the way home, but this has become my new normal. So about three hours in office, the rest of my day is at home, and this redefines my normal. And it's good. It's fine. I like it. It's different. And there's a strange amount of freedom that I enjoy now, and I realize I didn't have it before. There is an incredible amount of productivity that I have not experienced working in the office all day. When I take a break or go to lunch now, I'm no longer working at my desk and eating like I was at the office or skipping lunch. I go and sit on the deck or in my front room and chat with whoever is around with my small family, whoever's available to chat, uh, or I chat with my friend Jessica who works on the opposite side of the city. I enjoy fresh coffee, which is merely two steps from my dining room table. Uh, my desk is on my dining room table. The kitchen is behind me. Best of all, I'm not plagued by the multiple interruptions I have faced working in the office. Think about it. At home, you have more control over the people around you who respect the fact that you are still working and do their best not to bug you. That small family group is probably less than five, but in the office, people numbering more than five do not always respect the fact that you have work to do. And you are constantly interrupted with work-related and non-work-related conversations. Now, when you go to the bathroom, when you go to the kitchen, when you walk about, someone is always stopping you and carrying on a conversation. And that's fine. That's social. That's what you expect in an office. But it is a vortex of time wasting. So when you think about how far the lunchroom and bathrooms are from your work desk compared to at home, how far the nearest door to get to the outside is compared to at home, there's quite a difference in time. At home, everything is closer. Fewer people interrupt your workflow. You actually work a little bit longer than your normal shift since you don't really have to face rush hour traffic to get home and you're not tired from a long day at work so you drive in a fatigued state. Mobile phones, computers, internet, all the modern technology that is perfectly designed to minimize office time and reduce paper usage and increase productivity, all this comes into play working from home. It's all at your hands. Uh, group meetings as well online. When you set up your home office workstation or school desk or just a personal workplace if you're at home off work due to the shutdowns affecting our world, you are redefining normal. You are building a new reality for yourself. Coping with the new realities of the earth means redefining a new normal. Adopting new strategies is integral to coping with changes. Yesterday, I told you about monkey sphere and the science around the pandemic being something far too large to properly comprehend emotionally. From a 500-foot level and looking down at the big picture, you need to understand why you feel disconnected and why you find it easy to delude yourself into believing that the situation cannot possibly be as bad as the experts are saying. Understanding that the world is beyond your monkey sphere, beyond your ability to emotionally take in the scope of the pandemic, you begin to see the situation as an event instead of a disaster. By removing the emotion from your observation, your thinking becomes clear. Removing the emotion also reduces your stress, and you become less focused on the situation outside of its immediate effect on the life within your personal monkey sphere. One of the problems with an event of this magnitude is the loss of a sense of control. We all want to believe that we are in control of our world. We need to have control. When we are riding in a car, we want to control the vehicle 
or the direction of where we are going or how we are driving, think about backseat drivers and why they need to control the vehicle. When you're watching sports, aren't you always shouting at the TV, telling the players and coaches that can't hear you what to do, like an armchair quarterback? We yell at the victim in a horror movie to not go into the dark room alone. It's all an attempt to have control. When you feel sick, don't you scour the internet to self-diagnose so that you feel a sense of control over whatever is ailing you? Control is an emotional response. Now that you see the large picture with the logical side of your brain, and the small picture with the emotional side of the brain, you come to understand that we are persuaded by reason, the large picture, and moved by emotion, the small picture, or monkey sphere. Logic and reason creates the foundation for how we feel about a situation, but the emotions that are generated are what drives us to action, our need to control. There are things that you can control, but there are also a lot of things that you cannot control. You cannot control the people milling about close together, not isolating, not washing their hands, swarming in hospitals or shopping and hoarding. You cannot control any of this. Let it go. You can control your own environment. You can keep social distance and demand others around you respect your safe space. You can self-isolate or minimize your exposure to other people and places. You can frequently wash your own hands and surfaces that you come in contact with. You can decide to stay away from the health centers until you absolutely have to attend them. You control when and where you shop, in-store or online, and how much you buy, and if you want to overstock or hoard, or simply take what you need so that others will have what they need. You have control over that. The next coping strategy that I'm offering to you is accepting what you cannot control and knowing what you can control. You control if you will panic or not panic. You control your hope. What does the future hold for us? I have no idea. Sorry, but that is the honest truth. If I knew the future, I would be rich. I cannot control the future outside of my immediate environment, so I don't even try. I leave determining the future on a grand scale to the experts who are positioned to worry about that and who have the immense resources to take care of the big picture. The rest of us should simply look after our small picture. And if we all, each of us, do that, then together, we will help to redefine normal across our city, across our nation, and across our world. I want you to take control of your life today, right now. Start as you listen to me blather on in your ears. Start small, and it will snowball from there, I promise you. I will give you something easy to do. Take control of the information. Pick a single, reliable source for your pandemic information. Let go of the Facebook comments, the Twitter, trending feeds, the tabloids, the online regs. These are not reliable. They are emotional and they are biased. They suffer from group biases, and I'll talk about that later. Instead, pick a single, reliable source, something you trust, something that's known to be trusted. The World Health Organization, your government website, live news updates from a reputable news station. I stream CTV Newsnet as my reliable source. I'm in Canada. I trust it. For today, that, that's it. Reduce your information intake to a single stream. Control the flow of information to a single reliable source that you can trust. Do not overwhelm yourself. Can you do that? Can you take control of your life? Are you willing to try? These are incredible and fantastic times. I started this podcast as a way to reach out to people and maybe provide some help in coping with a new tomorrow. I hope that I'm having a positive impact on your life. 
I truly appreciate that you took the time to listen and join me in redefining normal in the time of COVID-19. I'm trying to build something which I hope will be great with this podcast, but I need your feedback. Help me grow and leave a comment after listening. Stay well, my friends. We will make it through this together. 